This is Reset. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. For the past couple of years, Halloween traditions have been turned upside down. From trips to the pumpkin patch to a simple holiday family photo, a lot of these activities can feel strange in this COVID era. We've talked here on Reset with Jenny LaFleur, who runs the lifestyle website Mama Fresh, about how folks have redefined some of these traditions from installing candy shoots for socially distanced trick-or-treating to choosing not to trick-or-treat at all. Now Jenny is back with another idea. She is hosting a unique family festival. It's building community and it's putting a new spin on Halloween classics in this hybrid world. She joins us now at the Jane Addams Hull House Museum. Jenny LaFleur, I can't believe I'm finally meeting you in person. <laughs> this is so exciting for everyone. The last two years that I've been a contributor to the show, Shashley and Anna have, and I have talked plenty of times, but this is our first time meeting. Never seen you in the flesh. (laughs) Yes. And you don't disappoint. You lived up to all my expectations. Thank you, Jenny. Um, So we are back to this, I don't know, semi-normal since the beginning of the pandemic. What do you expect this Halloween is going to look like for a lot of our families out there? We're back. If you remember last year when we spoke around this time, people were, this is when the Omarion, I call it the Omarion, the Omicron. 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 (laughs) Omicron variant was back. And we were all nervous again. And it was a huge step back, not only um, for us as a physical body, but also emotionally. I remember how saddened I was to have to go backwards. But this year, we feel a lot more comfortable, and families are in it. And where Halloween, when I grew up, used to be one day, maybe two. Mm-hmm. Now it feels like it's a month. My son has been celebrating Halloween for a whole month. <laughs> what do you mean, maybe two? I feel like it was one day for me. I feel like it was maybe one day. You know, my birthday is the day after Halloween. Oh, is it? So I've always had a Halloween birthday party. Is that party. fun? So Maybe I thought that was too. My mom just made it so easy. Yeah, I'm so, like, it was too for you. The rest <laughs> of us, we, we suffered. <laughs> but now it's weeks. It's weeks and weeks and weeks. It's like a buildup. And we're excited. So what do you generally recommend then for folks who still want to, eh, you know, are on the side of caution mm-hmm. this holiday season? Uh, as usual, I say, do what makes you and your family comfortable. What's great about this year is that there are a lot of community options. So this is something that's in between a trick-or-treat. It's a non-traditional way of celebrating. So not going door-to-door in your neighborhood, Mm -hmm. but going to community festivals where you can still mask up if you're comfortable. You can still keep a comfortable distance. Lots of them are outside or in a grand space, and you can still celebrate and be comfortable and build community, which we all miss so much. Mm-hmm. Well, let's talk about your your family a little bit, because you and I have had several conversations <laughs> over the past nearly two years. Uh, we've talked a lot about the idea of traditions, culture, mm-hmm how to preserve those kinds of things that were near and dear to us through the pandemic. Yes. So with things easing up a bit, you said we're back, right? Mm -hmm. What's the holiday going to look like for you folks? Like what traditions are you keeping up with? Are you back to doing all the things you were doing before? So let's start. We've already visited pumpkin patch and apple picking, which was something I really missed that we didn't do last year. And I have a two-year-old. And so for a lot of new families, you might have what has been deemed a pandemic baby. And so he's like, all of these people, who (laughs) are they? (laughs) And um, he's used to seeing people with masks on, which is something we're still, you know, getting used to even after years. 
years. And so mask off outside, tons of people, gives him a little hesitation. Mm -hmm. So it's reacclimating him to those things. But we are back in pumpkin patching. We're doing um, community festivals. And we did our first trunk or treat this year. Ooh, talk about that. So trunk or treat, I think, was something that I became familiar with in a lot of church communities where you set up in the parking lot. And this was for church families that maybe didn't feel comfortable, you know, with the devil's holiday of Halloween. But we wanted to have the fun part of candy. So you might have, like, dress up like a storybook character or different things right in the parking lot. Well, this is something that we live on the south side, right in Bronzeville. And my son's um, daycare did their trunk or treat, and it was in Bronzeville. And we all set up our trunks. Some of them were spooky. Ours was fun. And it was a true blast. Oh, my. What did you put in there? Okay, so my award-winning trunk. <laughs> <laughs> so yours was the best. We get it. Okay. Just in case I need to update my LinkedIn bio, my award-winning trunk was Hippie Halloween. So we did flower crowns. We did, uh, we passed out. Because uh, so, I had all variations. Because kids have allergies these days. I don't know if you are allowed to be gluten-free, but a lot of them are. Mm -hmm. And so I had to have gluten-free <laughs> options. I had to have non-choking options because parents these days, not like our parents, bless their heart, they care if their kids choke. So you have to have non-choking <laughs> so non options. You have to have, I had um, tattoos, like little um, tattoos. I have one on my hand yes. um, that, that you could have. And then I did flower crowns oh, that's also so awesome. and, um, and little sunglasses. And you oh, pass those out. I love that. And what pumpkin patch did y'all go to? So we went out to one in Bolingbrook, which was a new one for us. We went um, for a field trip to that. But our old faithful is County Line Orchard in Indiana. We've had a birthday party there. They are an efficient, well-oiled machine. <laughs> and so it's, um, and that's, as we talk about traditions and we talk about equity, that's not a tradition that I grew up. I grew up on the west side of Chicago. Yeah. I never grew up going going to pumpkin patches. It is a privilege that comes with a certain thing. Yeah, like let, let's talk about that a bit more. You know, many kids across the city actually may not be able to afford to participate mm -hmm. in some of these traditions that for some are just staples, yes. right? Um, pa pumpkin patches, I think it depends where you came from, where you mm -hmm. live currently. There, there's just a lot in there. I didn't go to a pumpkin patch when I was growing up. Also, when I was little, little, I lived in Jamaica and it's not really a thing. Pumpkin wear. And then, <laughs> what pumpkin? Um, we put pumpkin in soup, but that's right. about it. Um, we're not putting it on our doorsteps. But uh, I digress. What is Mama Fresh doing, though, to, to help address inequities like that? So one thing that I'm really proud that I participated in as a parent is my son's in kindergarten, and he's at Chicago Public School, so he's at a CPS school, and he's at National Teachers Academy, and his school is about 80 to 80. 80, I would say 80% low income. Um, so we have kids that are from all of all around Chicago, but primarily like the old Ickies, if you all remember where the Harold Icky projects were. Um, so a lot of our families are just from right in the community and we're mm -hmm. very proud of it. And so we talk about equity. We brought the pumpkin patch to the kids. So I was so happy to be a oh, volunteer. So we brought in hay. We brought in pumpkins. And we set up two of the playgrounds, where the playground and our, our school's garden. And we did pumpkins. So we put out the hay. We put the pumpkins, the old school pumpkins with the, which I never saw a pumpkin with a stem like that until I was a grown person. And I was like, this, aren't, this isn't just a cartoon. They make them <laughs> like this. So we put, we had the, those pumpkins. And what we did is we took an individual picture of each kid sitting on a hay. So they have those core memories that sometimes like kids like you and I didn't have. Yeah. Yeah. Talk more about that. Cause again, these seemingly simple traditions, simple activities, 
they mean so much to kids. And that's the great part of I love being a parent in this generation in this time because we get to take from our from our upbringing, things that we want, and we get to leave some things behind. Yeah. So I remember growing up, and some of these activities were othered. So it was me as a black girl on the west side of Chicago. I'm not going to a pumpkin patch. Pumpkin what? Pumpkin who? Why would my mom literally said she's listening? Hi, mom. Why would we go? Why would I drive an hour to go and get apples when they have apples at the jewels? Why would that? <laughs> that doesn't make sense. So some of these things, I just thought that wasn't something that families like ours did. And I'm telling you, I took my mom, who's in her late 60s, apple picking for the first time, yes. and her and my dad were frolicking down the orchard. <laughs> and so it is something that we get to redefine tradition. I can just picture them skipping hand in hand. And you're like, what is happening? They're like, take a picture of us and our apples. Okay, now this apple. And I'm like, <laughs> so for people like me who um, are looking to just have a not-so-scary mm-hmm. Halloween, any options in Chicago that you would suggest? Yeah, I'll start out. We are having uh, myself along with my co-host Kiwa of the famed Kiddo Chicago here in Chicago. We're hosting Baby Soul Jam, and it is for we always say like eight and under run the run the crowd, and it's on the west side of Chicago, and it is not spooky. It is instead so much fun. We have a DJ. We have live cultural entertainment. There's so many families there, and the great thing about this is that families really get to connect peer to peer, so parent to parent, and also little to little. And so it's really about community. We're super excited. That's on Sunday at Plumbers Hall. Right on the south side is the Upside Down um, Halloween Parade. And this is really fun. Oh, what is that? This is at Washington Park, and it's a lot of fun. And so um, there are these parades. There, One is happening there. There's another one at um, also the Nature Museum, which we're a huge fan of because they have the butterfly releases. It's just a beautiful museum here in Chicago. And they're having a boozeum this weekend. So they're putting a Bowen Museum, um, the Museum of Illusions, which is a cool, if you have older kids, it's kind of tricky, and they have it all, you know, kind of spooky out. I love how you pointed to me when you said older kids. I know, because you're like, I can't take my babies to the Because mine are 14 and 15. That seems like so (laughs) But they still want to go out. I'm like, with your big age? (laughs) (laughs) Come on, little six-foot-tall baby. Come over here and get some candy. (laughs) (laughs) They still want to go out. So what are your boys dressing up as? What haven't they dressed up? So the first costume, my six-year-old, he was a Ace Ketchum from Pokemon. He literally looked like a college student that was working at 7-Eleven, but he was very into it, and every other kid his age knew exactly who he was. (laughs) Um, And then he's going to be Sonic, but he'll be Shadow. And then my husband is going to be Sonic. Uh I don't know how that's going to work out. And then my baby boy was, um, he's almost two, and he was Baby Shark with a costume that even played the song. Oh. And then for Baby Soul Jim, he'll be Mario, and I'm going to be Luigi. Mustache I was going to ask you, what are you going to, there's no way you're going costumeless. (laughs) No, so I'll be Luigi, because I'm just assuming he'll be on my hip, because like I said, a lot of people kind of frighten him. So I'm like, well, just might as well make this a kid's couple costume. (laughs) Um, Baby Soul Jam, how'd you come up with that name? So we wanted an event that was live music that we, because it was always you had to find a sitter or you go with your kids and maybe both spouses don't, both partners don't come along. We wanted the, something the whole family could come to. And, but we also wanted it to be a vibe mm-hmm. and we wanted to bring an energy to it like only Chicago could. We wanted something for our babies. That started when our littles, her son and my um, son, OBQ, her son, Faraz, they were only one at the time, oh, wow. like maybe two. And, um, but, and they were in the daycare together. So it just started, I think, in our art. It, the first one was in an art gallery. And maybe we had 50 people. Mm. 
And it was really small, and we had so much fun. And we're like, oh, this is not a one-time thing. We're going to keep doing it. Yeah. And so it is It is a jam, and it is a party. The DJ, at one point, my mom came, and she's like, who's having more fun, the adults or the kids? Yes, and that's when you know it's, it's, a, it's a great time. So, you know, Mama Fresh, you are used to putting together, and at least, you know, formulating all these lists of, like, family fun things to do. But mm-hmm. it's got to be extra special doing this for this time of year, right? It really bring, it really just warms my heart because there are some things, we've talked about this before, Sasha, and there are some um, holidays that can be a little divisive that everyone doesn't celebrate. Every, but every kid, who doesn't love candy? Who doesn't love a treat? Who doesn't love putting on a costume? So Halloween is something like... a unifier kind of yeah. to a lot of my friends in different faiths, different religions, even families that have moved here recently from the they're like, really everyone's gonna put on a costume? And I'm like, it's really gonna happen. Yes. And so we're all putting on and it's and we're all the same at that moment. Yeah, I can speak to that too. I mean just again being an immigrant kid coming to Canada from Jamaica, I was like, so all I have to do is wear this shiny dress and people are gonna put candy in my bag. That's it. <laughs> That's it. That's what they've been doing in North America this whole time? This whole time. So Isn't it amazing? <laughs> I was so confused. Uh, but, of course, I went out and I made sure I did that, all those traditions with my own kids. So, mm-hmm. you know, I joked earlier about pumpkin patches, but there was not a pumpkin patch we missed in yes. the Toronto area. Yes. <laughs> we, we caught them all. We strawberry picked. We apple picked. We did all the things. All the things. It really, and, I, you know, I really talk about core memories, and you'll hear me reference that. And it's, I always say, and I tell my therapist this all the time, I'm in the memory-making business for my kids. I'm really trying to build memories oh, that, that. That, that last with them. And this is a time that I hope, to, I hope we're really depositing into that memory bank. Well, what do you recommend then, Jenny, for people listening to us right now? Mm-hmm. They may feel inspired by hearing you talk, right, especially your emphasis on building community. So mm-hmm. how do you suggest that they help do what you're doing and try to close the gap on maybe some of the inequities we spoke about? As usual, start where you are. Yeah. So start where you are. You have community already, and so start. You don't have to do it in, on such a grand scale. It might be just as your little classroom, picking out a little, hey, after school, we're just going to march around the park. But instead of calling it a march, we're going to call this a fall parade, mm-hmm. you know, and everyone's going to be so excited. We did an event at my son's school, and they did a jogathon. But you know what I did? I brought blank poster boards for parents to all make signs. Small little things, it cost me like $6. Yes. But small little things kind of bump it up, and we all took pictures, and we all shared. Remember, after two years, we're all kind of learning again how to be social, how to make small talk, how yeah. to meet new people. Give yourself some grace and know that we all are feeling kind of awkward, but just simply start. Yeah, and real quick, tickets for Baby tickets Soul for Jam? Tickets for Baby Soul Jam are on Event Noir, Black-owned ticketing website, and they Love are it. still available as of this broadcast. That was Jenny LaFleur, a.k.a. Mama Fresh. Thank you for coming down and Thank talking you so with much us. Thank you so much for having me.